for another edition of DJ and Yak Soccer Talk. Yak, we're late to the party. Holiday weekend, uh-huh. midweek game. You have another responsibility going to BYU. So, let's catch everybody up on everything we've missed and everything that's coming up because there's a lot going on. Awesome comeback and finish against Atlanta United. Yeah, one of the most thrilling moments of recent memory for RSL, winning that essentially at the death. Beating the defending champs. They'd won five out of six. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Stingiest defense coming in. It'll give it up one goal in the previous One goal six. in six, and you yeah. got two in, in 93 yeah. so, minutes and 12 seconds. Impressive <laughs> showing there. And then you have a little bit of a downer going on the road. And then downer alerts. All right, one. let's get right to the lineup because that's what everybody wants to talk about. And <laughs> away we go. Okay. People are like, did the surprises change uh, uh, surprise you? Did the changes surprise you? Did I, the surprises surprise you? Did the changes surprise you? Mostly no, uh, one a little and one a lot. Okay. Uh, a, a lot of the subs uh, were predictable. Um, I thought they'd rotate some center backs. Honestly, it surprised me a little more that Justin Gladwin. I wondered if it was going to be uh, Silva and Holt together. Gotcha, okay. They like both guys, want to mm-hmm. play both guys. I yeah. thought, well, maybe you just keep that other pairing together as a pairing on the weekend mm-hmm. um, and yeah. go with that. The, these guys legs, are rotated yeah. in during this. Yeah. Didn't surprise me. The Brooks Lennon was rotated in. Didn't surprise me at all. That one was easy to predict. Um, I was a little surprised that... Uh, they went with Portillo. They love him. I've heard all these good things about him, and we yeah. only saw him for nine minutes before the red card in L.A. Mm-hmm. That did surprise. That w- that was the mild surprise. Um, I thought that they were probably – Beasler had, had a good run, but yes. I thought he was probably going to sit because I didn't see him playing three games in a row there. Yeah. Um, and you're still trying to deal with Kyle Beckerman, getting him back. Well, I knew Beckerman wasn't yeah. going to be in Montreal. Gotcha. So okay. I didn't think it was going to be him. Um, but Everton, I thought, was going to be back for that game. Okay. And I thought Everton, and then based on how he feels, maybe he plays in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if he has soreness or whatever. Then they go back to Beasler because Beasler's been in a really good run of form here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Beasler's been playing really well. He's been covering a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. Um so that that was a little bit, but to me, Plata was the big surprise. You know, he's barely played. Yes. Um, he hadn't started. That was his first start. Mm-hmm. Six substitutions, but he hasn't played all totally. Had played ninety minutes. I think it was like sixty four. Yeah. And like everybody else, I'd heard they they don't. It's not like they feed me info. They don't. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm around the club, so you yeah. end up you pick up stuff. You end up hearing some stuff, uh-huh. but there's never a deliberate. Hey, someone's got to get DJ up today. That's said no one ever. Um, so. Like everyone else, I knew about the rumors that were out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought it was going to happen. It's the kind of move that makes sense. You know, a yeah. lot of these things, what makes sense? Yeah, I get you. Know, you. Yeah. Is somebody in Mexico going to want him? He hasn't been playing full time. Well, a team that's been promoted that maybe has to really dramatically alter their roster, mm-hmm. find some MLS guys, find a guy who's in an unhappy situation, could benefit from a, you know, a change of scenery. Maybe he's been somewhere a long time and it's gotten stale, whatever it is. So it surprised me when he was out there. And yeah. I thought, you know, the, the fitness issues, it's like, it's such a fine line. You know, it was, 
I mean, it was a bad start to the game for the whole team. Yes, they just didn't seem dialed in for the first five minutes. And, I mean, that was helter-skelter defending. They were on roller skates, whatever mm-hmm. cliche you like. Yeah. It was a bad look. And, you know, Romando had to make a save. Fortunately, it was Adam. But even so, it was a little above him. And just to get the arms up, I mean, that... Yes. Man, was, talk about having some pace on a shot. And before that, they'd already hit the crossbar. So that was, that was pretty fortunate. But at the end of the half... And there's a lot of stuff going on, and one thing impacts another, so it's hard to say. But, you know, Plata was trailing, coming back defending. He was up high above the play. It just I just can't believe he's supposed to be there. And Mike, you know, talked a little bit about the breakdown, but he never identifies who. And, you know, is it 100% somebody's fault or 75% somebody's fault and 25% someone else's? Uh, that can be hard to break down. But it, I just don't think it was lost on anybody that it was right at the end of the half. And you're running out of gas, and you got to get to the locker room, and you don't make a run, and you're short one body, and then you're in trouble, right? And they yeah. handle a four v three, three v two, two v one, right? Yep. And they get a goal. And there was a, a shot earlier, and they were lucky it deflected off of Rudy because they yes. think that was going in. Our angle, you know, on the broadcast, you can't really tell. Maybe it wouldn't have been on target. It looked, but it looked like it was yeah. on target, right? So they kind of break there, and then right before he subbed out again at the end of a seventy-yard run, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden the guy's pulling away, and now sudden Toy is two v one, and he's got to get inside, yep. and he just clips a heel, but mm-hmm. he shouldn't have been in that position. It should have been two v two, and he wouldn't have had to do that. Yeah, and so that's... I didn't really. It's on Donnie, but it's not really on Donnie. No, it's not, and Donnie's going to take the take the heat for it because he commits officially the foul. he did it but we all know it broke down before that with Plata not being able to keep up and Dunny broke that down in very clearly during the well, broadcast well Dunny's been in that position I, I, that I, is literally Dunny's been his defender, career being right? that, in that position yeah so he understands so. it so he laid it out very clearly but yeah it was kind of a stunning decision to see Plata get that start I'm with you on that Portillo Okay, I, I had a friend of mine who's a big Monarchs fan. This is going back to last and year. He was a Monarchs MVP last year. And he told me, hey, this kid needs to be on the first team. And see, I'm not with him when they go to Arizona in the exactly. spring and they go to, well, they went to Hawaii this mm-hmm. year. You know, yep. but they usually do an Arizona, California yes. and one other trip. And they're out. Yes, It's been South Carolina, them, yeah. it's been Florida, yep. it's been Hawaii, whatever. And all the reports were that he was awesome. Yeah, so th- I, th- but like, they're, I'm with you. They're really deep there. They're really deep. So I was actually kind of surprised, yes, that uh, Everton did not start this match. But you don't know that he could. You know, that's where do you feel something in training? Is there one last fitness test? You don't pass. They played him, but they haven't played him 90. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's why it's only mildly surprising. Yeah. So Um, the Joao Plata decision, yeah, it's a little bit of a head scratcher. I'm expecting to see Everton in New York. I would expect that But again, he's coming back to full health here. If something happens on the road, training, then maybe not. But if you could get – we all know – you guys reported that uh, Kyle Beckerman is expected to join the team in New York. Typically, he'd be in the 18, not the 11. Yeah, but if you can get a start out of Everton and maybe bring Kyle on later in the matches, you're not running Everton 90, coming back off that injury right away. I think it might not be a bad idea. I assume the lineup going forward, uh, with what we've seen from Sam, I assume Corey's going to go up top. I believe you are correct. And I would assume the Sabrina's going to go into midfield because now Krylock's got the yellow card, which I don't know that he could have done three starts in a row. I even mentioned during yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to take a yellow... Why not now? Now, it does hurry up. There's another one at the eighth yellow card. Yes. And you don't want that, so that's one reason not to intentionally don't, pick don't up a yellow. It, yeah. But there are times I've watched games and thought, I think they just picked Somebody it. wants They a, just missed a midweek game yeah. and where, you know, the other side of the country. <laughs> Somebody wants a night off. Yeah, no, exactly. It's true. But it, 
the nice part is I think RSL should be relatively full strength going into New York. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Albert? That didn't look good. It Albert's didn't look bu- good. I don't care about the ice bag because you got all kinds of stuff iced once you're out of yeah. a game. But his body language... His body not, language wasn't good. Right. I agree. And I also think just the minutes he's had, I think he doesn't start. If he's healthy, he comes on as a sub at the hour mark. Okay. I'll be surprised if Albert's in the starting 11. I think Savarino goes in the middle. Okay. Bofo... Um, and Sam... And uh, Baird are starting. On the wings, okay, I gotcha. And then Sam up top. Is that what you're thinking? <sighs> or are you interchanging those two? Well, uh, or look at a new they formation. Might, they might have to go back to Sam up top. Okay, I gotcha. Um, I just, uh, knowing Albert, he's a competitor, and if he's able to go, I think he'll be out there. That's just my gut feeling on it. But like, I, I'm with you. Yeah. Looking at his body language walking off the field. I, I think Herrera's back on the left side. Brooks stays on the right. And I think Donnie okay. Toya gets the night off. Okay. I think the plan was in these busy weeks to use Brooks in back mm-hmm. and everybody plays two games out of three. I got And if you, you follow okay. that logic, then Toya's out mm-hmm. and Herrera's on the left side. Okay. Well, I'd... I would expect Natum's back in, but yeah. I don't know if he'll be with Holt or with Silva. Ooh, that's a good question right there, too. I don't know. I would expect it'd be Silva. Yeah, I think because you want to get him some minutes. You already gave Holt that 90 yeah. minutes there. You're still mixing it up, like you said, but ooh, man. I know, <laughs> I know, right? And that's, but I think that's what the coaches. But yeah. they have the advantage of seeing all of training film. Yes. And, you know, everybody's wearing the sports bras. I say they're kind of like a sports bra, and then Dunny always says they are a sports bra. It's a sports bra, right? And Your so they're getting all the data on how far yes. these guys are running. Mm-hmm. And so what are what are all the where's you know, your work rate at? Yeah. What's the work rate at, and what are the conditioning fitness coaches and the trainers saying? Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to put somebody at risk. So yeah. there's still a, a couple things out there that are with the limited information we have. They're coin flips. They may be more clear to the coaching staff. And I think most people going into this match would be worried about a guy like uh, uh, oh, their star striker for New York Rebels, Timothy. Of I'm. Flubbing on his name, but he's questionable. Bradley Wright Phillips, not Timothy. Bradley Wright Phillips. Oh, I was wondering where you were Sorry. going. Sorry, I just had a complete brain is, fart. He's, he's questionable for this match. So, and he hasn't, but he also hasn't been off not, to his torrid start like no, he has been not in the past. at all. He's only got no. one goal this this year. So, New York, uh, kind of a middling club, kind of like RSL in the middle of the Eastern Conference. But the whole Eastern Conference is kind of middling. They're it looks to me like there's three teams in the league that are separated from the rest of the league, yeah. but they're all in the West. They're all in the West. It's Correct. two LA teams in Seattle. Yeah. But the Eastern Conference, yeah, they were kind of beaten up on each other. Like We saw Atlanta come in to RSL off, a, off getting beat by New York. So this is going to be an interesting match. It's Mike Pecky's first trip back to Red Bull Arena since leaving as head coach there. Did you see him on Talking Real talking he about that Thursday? Not. Oh, it's not a big deal. Whatever. And Dunny's like, yeah. okay, it's a big yeah. deal. He, he wants to downplay. He can downplay as much as he wants. But a guy that played there is coached there. There is going to be some... There's going to be some fire, I think. So, yeah, but I think that the match takes over for that it stuff. It does. That stuff maybe gets everyone fired up mm-hmm. at the start. Yeah. Maybe the crowd's a little bigger. Maybe mm-hmm. there's more uh, hooting and hollering going on before the match. But I just think once you're 20 or 30 minutes in, like the match kinda, takes over. Yeah. It can't be about the coach on the sideline. It was the emotion of the match at that point, what's, whatever's right. going exactly. on. Right, yeah. exactly. Goals change games, and someone scores, and then it's all about that. Yeah, I just I'm hopeful because... I look back at what happened against Montreal, and you gave up a goal on the last kick of the first half, literally. Well, after Atlanta, it was kind of poetic, wasn't it? I mean, it, I get it was. It. I get it's a negative, but yeah. it's kind of, you know, what goes around comes around. But you also look at it and say, okay, if you guys are able just to 
lock that down, you don't allow that goal, it completely changes the match. You say you totally say it all the time. Goals change matches. And well, if Kyle Beckerman hasn't beat me over the head with that expression forty-seven <laughs> I times, I know. And it, but it's true. Yeah. It's true. It gave Montreal a lot more confidence. Mm-hmm. They had struggled to score at home. Yes, they didn't have a confidence without Piatti out there because he orchestrates everything. He's very good. And you got to think of him as the Diego Valera. Yeah, well, his knees jacked up yes. and. There's some big names going he's, down. He's retiring. He's 34. Yeah. You know, this season just may end up being a lost season for him. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, a knee's a tricky thing. You don't know. Uh, all right. Other things to get to here. The playoff race is we near the halfway mm-hmm. point. 17 matches the halfway point. This is match 15 yep, because of the close. Gold Cup break, which isn't really a break. We'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> but because of the Gold Cup break, it feels like halftime. It's like the NBA All-Star game feels yeah. like midseason, but it's never. It's usually 60% of the way in or 70% of the, the way in before it hits. The end June will be the midway point for right. us. But if you look at the race right now, RSL is four points behind fourth place Houston, mm-hmm. which is... Home field for the first round, which I think is a worthy goal. Absolutely. And a big target. Circle it. But they're also only five points out of 11th place. Mm-hmm. You got to... <laughs> Welcome to a sour-capped MLS. Yeah. It's a slog. It's going to be up and down, mm-hmm. and you just got to keep grinding. Because when it's all said and done, you're going to look back at one or two goals scored, one or two goals conceded in a timely manner, not just in any game, mm-hmm. you know, in some 6-2 game, they don't matter. But yeah. there'll be some 1-1 draw... And if you'd won one nil, you would have been in the playoffs. Yep. I mean, it's what the Galaxy went through last year. It's what RSL went through two years ago. And RSL thought they were going to go through it last year, and then the Galaxy melted down in the final 45 minutes, and RSL gets in the playoffs and takes down LAFC, and all of a sudden nobody remembers what might have been a couple weeks earlier. Yeah. So well, there's the playoff race in a nutshell. I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he, he kind of pointed out to me the points per a game stat. Oh, yeah. Nonetheless. If you get to 1.5, you're in the playoffs and yes. you're in the upper half. And it's, uh, it, it, well, it, it's upper half. It's it's the fifty point threshold that you talk about all the time. All the time that is, and one point five is fifty one yeah, points exactly. So that gets you in. Yes, but I don't know that it's going to get you the fourth spot in a home well, game. It I'm, might. I'm looking just kind of at what we've got bunched up. You said the fourth place yep. Houston, and then all the way down to eleventh. So that's misleading because yeah. you've got to factor in home road. You do, and Houston has played eight out of twelve at home, mm-hmm. which is fine because they have better weather and it's where MLS should start the season. There should be fewer games in Montreal, mm-hmm. which there have been. They yes. played six in a row on the road yes. to start. Yeah. Nobody wants to go up to Montreal in March and April and play outdoors. Nobody wants, nobody, to wants to to go, well, nobody wants to go to the <laughs> Olympic Stadium and play indoors yeah. on the concrete. It's true. Yeah, um, You're right. So Utah, Minnesota, Montreal, Chicago. Go place, to the Sunbelt City. Place yeah. you don't need to play. Go to the Sunbelt. Yeah. But Houston, you know, let, let's see them play those four road games and, and see. They're one and three in those. See what they're doing. Houston, yeah. Uh, but Portland. they have four more to get to eight and eight and yeah. even things out. And then Portland's also played 12 matches on the road. They haven't played a home match yet this Portland's, year. Portland's a playoff team and they yeah. might be a top four team. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. All right. I got a couple more things we got to get to. The real break. Quick. Yes. So the break isn't a break because of the Open Cup. Mm hmm. And so now we know Tuesday, June 11th. They had to draw LAFC, really? <laughs> okay, but LAFC... <laughs> Will they send out a full-strength team? My guess is no. Probably not, but just on paper. So you can if you don't want the break, because the way it falls, a lot of times Open Cup is midweek, and you got mm-hmm. MLS matches on the weekend, so you can't go full-strength. Yeah. But teams could say, hey, I want to make a run in the Open Cup. Owners could say, I want more games. Yeah. The more you win in this tournament, the more home games you make, the more money you make. So owners could be saying, hey, we're going all in on this. And the first two weeks, you don't get a break, but there's a three-week break for Gold Cup. Mm -hmm. Basically, you play June 1 and June 22. Yep. And so 
the U.S. Open doesn't fall on Saturday. It falls Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep. But certainly that first week and maybe even that second, you could run your guys out there. Keep them sharp. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, okay, but guys, get, you, you got Carlos Vela. Do you really want to grind him down in June when you need him if not I'm to L- have a million miles on his legs in September and October and it adds up? If I'm LAFC, no. But I agree. We'll see. So how much depth do they have? What's the br- Their starting 11 mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. so good. How can you possibly, even if you have a good next 11, a good second 11, yeah. they can't be as good as the first 11. And they're making a lot of money in that first. And who sits and who plays for RSL? Yeah. You know, Severino. Could be gone mm-hmm. with the Venezuelan yes. national team. Uh, Corey Baird. We'll see. We'll find out June uh, six. I think it, it's like a week before, roughly or something. Yeah, like it's that. like June six. We'll find yeah. out if he's he's on a forty man provisional, but if he makes the twenty three, yeah, they're only going to have twenty three guys going to the Gold Cup. So will he make that? So you could rule out a couple guys right away, and then you know, will this be more of a chance for Lennon to play for Holt to play yeah. guys who aren't getting as many minutes right now? And then uh, I think the last thing you wanted to touch on, you want to touch on the League's Cup. Uh, the League's Cup. The NIT of <laughs> Major League Soccer. NIT. I love it. So, well, it is. It is. I mean, if you win the league, if you if you win the MLS Cup or yeah. the U.S. Open Cup, mm-hmm. if you're the top team in the conference, East and West, you're in you go to Champions, Champions League. Champions League. And then now they're going to have this other tournament. Uh-huh. And I get it. It's going to bring Mexican clubs here. Mm-hmm. It's going to create more interest. They're trying to get fans who are soccer fans in the U.S. Mm-hmm. who don't follow MLS because they follow teams in Mexico or they follow teams in Europe. They're trying to get them yeah. to watch. So you're creating more opportunities. And as soon as I said Tigres and what's the crowd going to be like, and Dunny's like, it's going to be more than half Tigres fans. They're going to, be, they're going to drive from L.A. They're yeah. going to drive from Phoenix. They're going to drive from Denver. There's some here locally yeah, in Salt absolutely, Lake. Absolutely, yeah. Boise, Vegas, Reno, they're Sacramento, Fresno. They're yeah. coming. <laughs> they're coming, yeah. Western side of the U.S. is like, circle it. This is the trip. They get to see their guys. Mm-hmm. And he said it'll be over half. Yeah, I wouldn't. Tigers fans. It would not surprise me in the least. Now, the money will be split. You know, the players get their cut. The visiting mm-hmm. team's going to get their cut. So it's a cash grab, but the cash gets split up. There's multiple people grabbing. Yeah. And there's no tradition. And it's invitational for MLS. I think they have to make this the NIT here. They've got to take... The team that loses the MLS Cup Final, yeah. the team that loses the Open Cup Final, the second-place teams, and and if there's multiple, you know, Atlanta was second place in the East yeah. last year and they won MLS Cup, mm-hmm. then they need to take the third-place team to replace yes. them. That's how that's got to work. I'm with you on that. I just it, It's intriguing to me, though. That it's, it, I'm interested to see hey, the reaction to it. It's sports. Yes. More games good. And home games, too. Fewer games bad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, there is the risk international travel. If you win and go to the semi, and you got to go to Mexico, and you're in the playoff race, and now what do you do? And that's why I think some soccer people are rolling their eyes. Gotcha, but not the owners. Yeah. All right, and not the players if they're getting paid. DJ Yak, it's DJ and Yak Soccer Talk. Check us out right here at 1280thezone.com and everywhere you get podcasts.